Wow, that's so funny. Two broke gays? Two broke gays? Two broke gays? If I can melt your heart. If I had one. Ooh. Um, hello, listeners. You're listening to Two Broke Gays. This is the podcast where you can see if me, Jenna Cordes, and Kevin Sullivan ever get paid for any of our comedic work. Yay. Yay. I've been paid a couple times. Yeah. I guess I meant more like steadily, but. Yeah. Oh, that. Never seen a steady check in my damn life, except for at Trash Job. Very trash fitting. job. I'm applying to a job today. That's exciting. That is exciting. I applied to another one, but they <laughs> hired someone before I could. Uh, Look, I did all I could in. do. I did all I could do, but. It's fine. I understand. Um, welcome back, listeners. We have some major updates. We we both went to weddings. We did both go to weddings. Um, do you want to go first? Or do you want me to go first? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Um, so I went to a wedding in Milwaukee this past weekend. It was for my elementary school best friend, Christy, and her husband, Richard. And it was such a great event. I felt that I was in the presence of a great love and it made me very excited. They just seemed to really be, I wasn't emotionally prepared. She came down the aisle and then there was like this kind of pause. And then he grabbed the mic and did like a little serenade. No one was Yo, ready. Uh, sorry. It I was so cute. It was so cute. Yeah, that's not for me, dog. It was really um, cute. And they sang for their first dance. I hate this. It was adorable. And they're both like so bad. Frankie did bark, but I think it's because she was like, dad, you deserve a great love too. I think that's what no, that bark said. I think said. she was like, ew. <laughs> I think it was like, ew, sneeze. Um, um, I done. just, okay. I just would love to add some comedy into this story of love. <laughs> it was so beautiful. I'm disgusted. They were gorgeous together. Everything. Weddings are already so cheesy. So like to cheese it more, I understand. And I'm sure they did it well. And I'm sure it was tasteful. It was classy as fuck. But I love that when someone. I think you had to see it. When someone will be goofy with you, like it's like, oh, are you too cool to be in love? Kevin Sullivan. It's like, like be a little lame. You know, imagine what my wedding would be like if I had one. I'm, I don't know why, but it's like looking a lot like a Game of Thrones set. <laughs> <gasps> That's exactly what I have in my head. It's the red wedding. Everyone dies. No. <laughs> I don't know. I, it would be very black, white, and red, though. Mm-hmm. And very just like, let's get this over with. It is a business deal that we're going to party with after I sign. Oh, I cannot wait to go to your wedding when you're like sobbing. And like, it's so different from what you've just said. I cannot wait. He's a cold hearted snake. <laughs> but yeah, it was really good. And you know, I, I love going to weddings because when you're in like a, a wedding and it's a really good match, for me at least, it definitely makes me be like, oh, yeah, I've had a lot of relationships, but it's never been like that. Like, it's never been like, we're a good fit. We like to do the same things. We're bringing the same energy to the relationship. Like it's never been that, which right, I know because I feel like it'd be the opposite for you. Your experience, I think, was probably actually pretty close because it was such a long relationship, you know. But um, no, mine. My experience is the opposite of that. <laughs> it's like when I see weddings, sometimes I'm like, oh, we could have done that. 
like we were at a peak moment in time where everyone thought we were going to do that yeah like we were the next to get married I thought I think for me I was the only person who thought I was the next to get married and nobody else shared everyone that was vision. like definitely not Jen and you're saying they're like so soon I was like it's my, here's my ring size and everyone was like no one asked oh my god everyone thought we were and I think we were like hmm, let's just give this like a couple more minutes take it a take a beat yeah and we did and then we broke up <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it was cool. They're both like entrepreneurs. They both own companies. They're just like badasses, you know? Um, yeah. So yeah, it was really fun. There was so much food. I was thrilled about that. We literally went from appetizers, like a wine pairing appetizers. They were making like pasta inside of a cheese wheel. I've literally never been happier. And then we went downstairs and it was immediately time for dinner. Yes, yes, yes. Give your guests a pre-meal. Thank you. And then the meal. That's what um, I'm, I'm there for. My mom went to a wedding where they only had some appetizers that went like really fast. It was like my sister's friend and they never had a dinner or a meal. Like her table was so hungry and there was no reason for it. Except There's- for they like were just trying to save money. And it's like, Oof. if you're going to have a wedding so that you can get presents from people, you better feed those people. And Your best show out. Yeah. I only get excited about your wedding because of the fucking dinner. Okay. Well, that was a little bleak. He also means celebration of the relationship. Um, but... Yeah, no, I talked to someone who went to a wedding that was very hot and there was no food from five o'clock until 1030. And that is a miserable experience. And mine was nothing like that. I was like easy breezy. I was I had a bunch of spoonfuls of I don't even know what it was. It was like a tuna poke thing. I was like, nah, nah. I had a little prime rib slider. Nah, nah. And then we went right to dinner. I was like, thank you for not letting me hu- be hungry for even a moment. You have to go to like we luckily at. Uh- um, Jen's wedding where I was the man of honor I thought I was going to be like starving all day and I was like fuck um, because I'm like having to do wedding photos all the things yeah. but she had it planned in such a way like we basically got ready there was like no food in the room but we like ended up ordering food um, we got in and out burger while she was getting ready amazing went to we did photos right away and then it was like boom ceremony. And then they let us r- like pr- right out into the um, dance hall, like pass, cocktail yeah. hour. So mm. we did that while they did family photos. And uh, then we went right from that to dinner. To and like how our did, did you love it? Like, how did you feel? Like you were the man of honor. How did your speech go? Like, how was it all? Um, the wedding was really pretty it was a short ceremony which we love you looked like a damn snack in your little suit (sighs) you're so nice you looked great I was like oh throwback to the model days there was a really tall human being there like a big man and I was like oh wow who is that and then I realized he sat next to this gay couple I know and I was like oh like maybe he's in the squad and I think I met him at pride but I like he's giving off very much straight vibes Uh uh-huh and I think I insulted his tattoos at some point during the night because I felt um, defeated. <laughs> so you, just, you wanted to flirt. 
Yeah, I, I tried I to also, flirt and it was like came off horribly. And I was like, yeah, I'm just going to go eat a churro. Oh, and I they put, had churros at the reception. <laughs> they had churros. I put myself into two weird situations where I suddenly got it in my head that I could have like a wedding fling, like just like hook up with someone or something. Didn't happen. So there was this hot guy. But as the night progressed and I kept dancing, at first he was making eyes. But as the night progressed and I kept dancing, I got so wet, I could only describe myself as like a sea lion. Like I was by far okay. the sweatiest person. If there. that was a sound blip, like the way you paused and then said, like, I was so wet. <laughs> no, it's I was not- like a sea lion. Oh, I guess that could be sexual, but I mean, from the top of my head, I was juicy. <laughs> yeah. We don't say like, if I'm sweaty, I'm like, I'm not, I'm so wet. You say like, I was so sweaty. That's because you're underestimating though, the amount of, of, of moisture. I looked like I had just dunked in a pool and then like got back on the dance floor. So that was my first mistake. Number one, he turned his attention to someone who looked like a little more dry. Um, and then the other thing is I talked to this girl and she, to me was stunning, but I could tell she didn't know. So I was like, you are really beautiful. And she was like me, she was just a guest. And I was like, yeah. And then I saw she was with an ugly boyfriend, whatever, <laughs> such as life. And then. Uh, um, oh. Can we do a re- like, should we make a remake, do a screenplay of Wedding Crashers <laughs> like three, but it's us. Um, anyway. Um, weddings. So, yeah, I can't wait to stand up in yours one day and watch you sob. Uh, and if be anyone a- that listens to this podcast and has a wedding coming up, just know that we just want food. <laughs> We just want food. And also I developed a new stipulation as well because of the sweat induced by my uh, hormones that I need to take for my medical condition. Um, I would like for it to be 65 degrees maximum, please. Yeah, I can get down with that. Yeah, like chilly. I want it to be brisk. Yeah, I like Um, it. Okay, so moving on. Wait, you also went to Vegas. We still have another update. Oh, my God. This is the worst one. We saved the best for last. (laughs) Wait, why is it worse? I thought you guys had a good time. Until I had a heat stroke. Oh, right, 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 (laughs) right. Leaving out the part that ruined everything. Um, Went to Vegas for Labor Day. There was multiple DJs that I wanted to see. And there was a wristband like event that you could see all of them. The wristband was a total sham anyway. They're like, you have separate entry expedited getting in line. (laughs) It was so trash. Already made a crazy comment on their Facebook. Um, (laughs) But we, the first few nights, fire nights. Like we went and rolled roller coaster. I gambled at MGM, played the tables, won money, made friends. Uh, Went to Piranha, the gay bar there. It's a staple. It is a staple. Went home next day, pool, drinks, excess, chain smokers, piranha again, of course, uh, and great night. Next day. Best town in the world. We wake up, 11.30, get to, or 11, get to Encore Beach Club to see Kygo playing at the pool. We hadn't eaten, hadn't really had much water. They put us in this line outside and it is 105 degrees. Yeah, that'll get uh, you. Three people drop. Then my friend's like, I'm going to drop. Like, w- I feel ill, blah, blah, blah. So we get him inside. Then I'm like, I had so much panic. Then I'm like, oh, my God, I didn't realize that I'm ill. And then I, like, pretty much went to this bar lounge and, like, kept going in and out of fainting. Oh, my gosh. I was like, my hands were cramping up. Then I went and started throwing up. 
Oh, you had a heat stroke. Bad, bad, bad. Yeah. I couldn't get enough water. And every time I like, cause it just wasn't going through my stomach fast enough. So then I would just throw it up. I couldn't eat. I was shaking. I oh was my God. Dripping in sweat. Like it was like my body was trying so hard to cool me down, but I was like about to have a seizure. Uh, like an Apple cell phone when it says it's been left in the heat too long and nothing works. Remember that time I would turn into an Apple <laughs> cell phone and I just had to be, no. Also Apple weird. cell phone. Yeah. Like they're called iPhones, Jenna. Like what? An Apple cell phone. <laughs> Hold on. Let me just look that up on my IBM. Uh, <laughs> I, it took me, no, because it took me like two and a half days to recover fully. Like, okay. So that was a bit of a longer time. I got multiple, I had to take multiple showers when I got home. I was just happy to be back and I still couldn't like get my body. Like my skin would feel hot. My insides would be cold. My inside would be hot. And my skin would be cold. Like mm. my homeostasis was not happening. Like I couldn't yeah. figure it out. Um, and it still felt pretty dangerous. So was that your first heat stroke? Because it's supposed to be actually quite a bit easier to get heat stroke once you've had it. So you have to be extra careful now. I, I, I can see that because then I went to Disneyland and like Tuesday Mm -hmm. and we went really late in the afternoon because I was already feeling weird about being out in the sunlight. Yeah. Um, and we immediately went to like, inside rides like space mountain like cold rides um how was disney uh in the post it's not post it's still really happening and raging yeah. but peak how pan. was how how was disney in the peak pandemic um, um how because was we it? went on a tuesday right after labor day i think there's still some labor day peeps there but like mm-hmm. it wasn't that bad the most we waited in the line was 20 minutes um, but we also weren't like pressed to do anything because we both had season passes. I went with Sam Hill. And yeah. then we went on the Grizzly Water ride, which we walked, we walked onto so many rides. Like, yeah. Which is you've shown me, you've shown me the glories of showing up for the afternoon or twilight, whatever Disney. Yeah. Don't show up in the morning. You're just showing You're up to just wait, gonna wait with all the families. Yep. And then you get in like ugh, getting your ankles hit with strollers. <laughs> No, thank you. So late night. And then after nine, it's like, it was super clear. But the only ride that was like busy as fuck, Haunted Mansion, because it's Halloween now. So we literally came back to Disneyland from California Adventures to do that. And the wait time was like 50 minutes all day. We're like, that will be the one line we wait in. That's fine. Yeah. Even though it's not worth it. Uh, so it's like temporarily closed when we get over there. Oh no. So I was like, all right, let's just do splash mountain because it's like a walk on. That's your favorite to do at night. I love water rides at night. I'm like, let's get fucking soaked <laughs> and then we'll be in shock and we won't know what to do. <laughs> like so it just wakes me up. Yeah. Um, and because of like the heat stroke, I was like, I don't care. Let's free. right. Yeah. You were probably ready for like a nice little ice bath. He's Mr. Frosty. He's Mr. Freeze. That's not the song, but like something in there. Something um, around that. And so right at when we left Indiana Jones, uh, also I was eating all day because I didn't eat for like two days. Mm. So I was like eating all these new things that I was like, uh, you can mobile order now. Like oh. you mobile order before you're even over there. You click I've arrived and then they make it. And you Whoa. Don't okay. I have a, uh, an announcement. After 17 years of protest, I have downloaded the Starbucks app and can now participate in mobile order. Back to you. 
Jesus Christ. I would have left that a secret. Um, I'm in racking point since I was five. <laughs> they didn't even have Apple cell phones then. <laughs> Shut up. And I still had the app. They just scanned my blood. Okay. <laughs> so we were like, I was like, fine. Like it was still closed. So I'm like, I want a churro. And I'm like on my way almost to the churro stand. And Sam's like, Kevin, Kevin, Kevin. And she pulls me over and the I see a mob going towards Haunted Mansion. They opened it right then, like opened it back up. So we literally like got in this like mob and we walked right on. And it was like, it, the day couldn't have been more perfect. And then we went to Indiana Jones right before it closed. Mm-hmm. Walked right through the line, right on the ride. Remember when you and I got on Space Mountain because it broke down and then it opened back up and it was like a total fluke? Because I was like, see them talking, see them coming up, see that whisper. They're going to, they're opening back up. And then I talked to the worker and I was like, let me make her laugh and she'll give me the inside scoop, which is like my go-to. <laughs> you don't say. Mm-hmm. So I made her like chuckle and I was like, mm, peasants, whatever, whatever. I was like, should I stay here? You think? And she's like, I might, if I were you, wait. <laughs> and I was like, yes, we're staying. Scoot yeah. close for Jenna. And then we That got, was amazing. We, we were like first in the freaking line for that when it opened. And we just got to run through all of the places that the idiots would wait. <laughs> Didn't we, did we do single rider on anything? I don't know. Probably on cars if we went to cars. Or did we just do Disney? I don't know. But can you get a season pass? I mean, if I ever get a paycheck. <laughs> okay. Uh-oh. You also work Monday through Friday. I need my friends that don't have jobs to get it because it's only Monday through Thursday. Girl, you're about to get a job. And then what? Then the discrimination ends. No, then I'll just pay for that ticket. No, I can still go at night. It's open till yeah. like midnight. Yeah. So could okay. I? Okay. That's my update. Heat stroke. I'm up better now. And everyone take care of yourself. It's fucking hot out there. Drink water and fuck you, Encore Beach Club. Okay. <laughs> All right, let's go to Bingy Bitch. It's Britney, bitch. It's Bingy, bitch. This is where we talk about where we, what we've been binging. Whether that's like water, music festivals, people, crowds, sunlight, heat stroke, <laughs> Disneyland. It can be a lot of things. Uh, okay. Kick it off. I've been watching something that my current boss is a writer on, and it is a delightful show. It's called Only Murders in the Building, and it's with Selena Gomez and Steve Martin and Martin Short. People and are obsessed. It's very good. Uh, do you want to tell us more? <laughs> I don't know what to say. It's just really good. It's like funny. What's it about? So it's about these three people who live in a building and um, there is uh, murder in the building. And then the three people, when they're kicked out of the building, kind of bond over all liking the same podcast, which is called Everything's Not Okay in Oklahoma or something. And it's hosted by Tina Fey. I forget what her name is in the show. And they decide to do their own crime podcast about the murder that happened in their building. And it's really good. And it's also light and fun. And like the music, the costumes, the settings takes place in New York. It's just a delightful show. So I highly recommend it. It was the highest. uh, It had the best numbers for a comedy streaming debut on Hulu uh, for all time, except for when apparently Hulu like put Seinfeld on Hulu. I don't know. Who cares? Um, And the numbers just keep getting better. And it's almost like 100% on Rotten Tomatoes, which is pretty unheard of. 
a hundred percent Rotten Tomato. I've heard like really good things about it. Yeah, it's really quite good. Um, so I I've been doing that. that, then been catching up on Ted Lasso. Have you watched that yet? Oh, I just got HBO. Ted Lasso's Apple TV. I can't watch it then. Okay. <laughs> so I'm keeping up with that. Ted's kind of having a tough time this season, but last season it was all positivity and now he's kind of having to confront his toxic positivity, much like yours truly, Jenna Cordes has had to do in her 30s. So there's that. Oh my God, me too. My whole life <laughs> riddled with toxic positivity. <laughs> all um, right. So what you been binging? I have been binging two shows. Do tell. First show. I don't know which one I want to talk about first. Yes, I do. Okay. I'll talk about Nine Perfect Strangers. Oh, Nicole Kidman? Yeah, Nicole Kidman and whatever the fuck accent she thinks that is. <laughs> it's supposed to be Russian. Uh, I'm it's, Masha. It's not Russian. No. Um, but Melissa McCarthy is so... I am just so glad she is doing this role because she is, I think, a, such a talented actress. She's showing she always, range. She's showing the range, man. <laughs> she has like, she's showing all like, she's playing like a really pained character. And like, mm. she's those funny moments, but like. You're seeing the heart. Yeah. All I want to see is her story. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. Do you um, like the show or do you think it's kind of like, because I've heard from your Twitter that you didn't really like the twist, which you revealed without uh, any spoiler alert. So Okay. Well, let's spoil it. I'm going to spoil alert right now. So if you don't want a spoiler to like their little twist, but everyone already knows it at this point, skip ahead 30 seconds. I'll do it in 30 seconds. Okay. Ready? Skip. Um, okay. Yeah. So they all nine strangers they go to this like retreat where they're helping them and then they're like drinking these smoothies and they're having all these weird breakthroughs and the people are like why and then they find out it's because they've been like micro dosing them with like psilocybin in their smoothies mushrooms like it's just like being in la kind of i that's that was my problem i'm like (laughs) so the big twist is raise your hand if you (laughs) don't know somebody that's micro dosing (laughs) at this moment like i have micro dose oh i'm like in my apartment (laughs) like there it's everywhere like what i don't that's not big enough for me okay so if you're coming back now after your skip yeah um um, you just didn't feel like it was enough and i think there is something bigger because they're like they alluded to something bigger and i think it's also something they announced in the first couple episodes so like i love the stories I just don't know that it's, I think they really oversold this like thing, but. Got it. Okay. We'll so you see. haven't finished it yet. So there's more. No, to be cause seen. you can't. Oh, one it's batch release. So stupid. Oh no, it's not even batch release. It's one episode a week. Okay. Um, Only murders in the building is batch release three, 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 one. Oh, that's hot. I like um, that. I do. Yeah, that's nice. It yeah. will like make me like, po- like portion control. Yeah, it's nice. It's a because I could go like when I watched the Queen's Gambit, mm-hmm. the best show on earth ever <laughs> created by people. Um, I watched like all eight episodes in a row. I had bed sores. It's fine. Yeah, you did. You loved that. Um. So the other show, which people have been talking about, I'm like, yeah, whatever. I'll get to it. The White Lotus. Oh, I've heard it's great. It's, 
it's so good it's it's so good like there's so much fucking depth to it like but it's also really funny and it's also like hits on a lot of major social issues like it's all about white privilege and Mm. these fucking rich white people that just are all vacationing in Hawaii and are the most self-righteous uh greedy little people but Mm -hmm. you also like feel for them but also not and then there's Mm -hmm. like the staff who you like just love yeah and it deals Um, with like addiction and I won't tell you any more about it. Okay, great. It was written by the actor who plays Ned Schle- Ned Schneebly in School. Schneebly. Schneebly wrote it. Yeah, in School School of Rock. School of Rock with Jack Black. Yeah. What is his real name as a screenwriter? Hold okay. on a second. I his... just said I'm not going to. Mike White. Names. Mike White. Never heard of her. This is Ned Schneebly. Ned Schneebly. <laughs> Cool. Um, yeah, Ned Schneebly is the. It's Jack Black takes over for Ned Schneebly, right? And pretends he's Schneebly. Yes. Mm-hmm. And he wrote uh, White Lotus. Turns out. Wow! Incredible. <laughs> yeah. I wonder what else he wrote because that's like. It's good. So what it's, chance? What is it on? What what service? The writing is so perfect and real. It's HBO. Oh, it's HBO. Okay. I got HBO for it wow okay i'm gonna have to pick it up on that yeah um so any other hbo recommendations please send it my way because if not i'm just gonna end up re-watching game of thrones <laughs> and sex in the city all right next oh, cringy wanna, okay wanna... cringy i'm just we're gonna I'm, we're not gonna talk about these things but i just want to tell you our cringes it, uh, the abortion ban in texas ew gross like the fuck I made a bunch of TikToks about it. People are fighting in the comment section. Great. Um, and then in Los Angeles, the cocaine had, is not safe. It's cut with fentanyl. You got to be very careful. But this is, which has been like, I, okay, I want to talk about this for like a second because this mm-hmm. has been years. And as somebody who has used, like full disclosure, I'm getting real tight with my, my following, but like, yeah, I definitely partaken in the party a few few times. Okay. Um, and we've known about fentanyl for years, and uh, it's like it's always been like in the back of your mind, right? Like you're like, ah, oh, this could, but the chances are so slim. So everyone is like still talking, like talking about it again, but I don't think everyone is aware at like just how bad it is right now mm-hmm. like like it has peaked in a way that it's it's straight up Russian roulette with yeah eight people at this point where it used to be like a thousand and you're like it's right. never gonna get me yeah the comedy just... community um Fuquan Johnson passed away at a house party because the coke was cut with fentanyl and then he was also there with, with... comedian Kate Quigley who survived and then there were two other people but I haven't read their names in any of the articles yeah. yet two other people passed away yeah so and there's three deaths Kate and something is still in to the hospital. know it's very tragic, but something to know and something that I like to do as a community safety person, but it's not really doing me any good because I'm never outside, is that 
you can actually re reverse the effects of fentanyl poisoning with um, Narcan, which is like a little nose spray that you put up your nose. And what it does is it pulls the fentanyl attaches to your receptors in your brain and it blocks it so that you can't, sometimes you can't receive CPR and you, your body stops breathing. So Narcan pulls the fentanyl off those receptors and opens them back up. Um, and there's not, you're, you, there's, it, it's basically like water. There's not a lot of effects. Um, and so I think if more people could know about Narcan and get Narcan trained that I'm not on the train of like, everyone gets sober. Like I really don't care, but I do want everyone to live. So harm reduction. Everyone? Yes. I think. So harm, harm reduction, reduction is what we do in my therapy. Harm reduction is also what we do in white people for black lives matter. So I have an overdose bag from the center for harm reduction. And if you want to call them to get one or to do the training, the number is 213-617-8408. Um, also, you can get Narcan at your local CVS. Oh, I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. It's under the name like Narc. Uh, it's, it's not. Something... I know what it is because I have yeah. it right here. It's it's what they call it. It's um, naloxone. Naloxone HCI. Yep. It's it's uh, you can purchase it at CVS or order online and they will or deliver you, it to or you. Or you can get it for free at the Center for Harm Reduction. Or you can get it for free at the Center for Harm Reduction. Yeah, uh, but it's really sad because the deaths are um, like, it, you just don't know. They're piling and up. It can and really happen to anybody. And even if you're not someone who uses drugs, I really recommend like becoming trained just in case you are in a situation or even crossing paths with someone who might be like a houseless person who's unconscious because it could be fentanyl, especially in Los Angeles. I um, have vowed to never partake in that party ever again. It's, but I will be carrying Narcan around because I definitely have people I see here and there that do. So yeah. And, is, it, and if you do, there's no judgment. It's just yeah, like. Yeah, everyone needs to get over the talk about it and like. Totally. Taboo. Like it's fucking, it's real. We should just talk about it. We should talk about it. We should make sure people who, whether you're uh, a going to partake or not that you're trained to notice the signs if something's happening and that you know what to do so that a person becoming unconscious is not like so scary that no moves are made you know yeah people think talking about it makes it like oh but like what about kids you're not a good role model it's like i think actually the fact that we hide it then it becomes this like cool like adult yeah. secret thing and then the kids pine after it more my mm -hmm. opinion for sure like I'm not just, a behavioral psychologist or anything, but, <laughs> but I do think you bring up a good point, which is talking about things uh, and being open about things generally is the best. <laughs> yeah. It's just been, it's really rocked the comedy community here and there's just um, the drugs are not clean. You can also get testing strips and blah, 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 but fentanyl is wild and it only takes like literally a, like your pinky nails worth it's like your clippings like, like the clipping. if you just clipped yeah. off one week growth maybe exactly mm -hmm. um it's an unreal amount it's like so small and so powerful yeah. so it's poisonous so be careful be careful okay that was our public our service announcement yeah um we have a gay history for a personal listener this week gay history, history. Um, our gay history this week goes out to our avid listener. Wait, and is friend. gay history a, an award that we're giving out? 
because I feel like this should go on the the one above it and gay history is in the past you're right yeah maybe this, this is, is gay, shit. gay shit this is gay shit okay yeah this is gay shit our avid listener and friend Megan McGowan our gay shit award goes to- <laughs> became the principal of an elementary school and will continue to be the inspiration to young gays everywhere as she guides this school in its learning process so way to go Yay. Megan McGowan oh my principal God. McGowan principal McGowan gay Yay. shit gay shit I was like, gay history. No. You're right. It's still happening. I don't know why yeah. I put it in the I put it in the wrong category. And then I tried to hand it out like an Emmy. No, gay history is <laughs> when I used to wear my sister's figure skating outfits for my family. That's gay history. <laughs> gay history is when I used to tell all the girls in gymnastics to make sure their underwear was tucked into their leotard. <laughs> that's that's gay rights. <laughs> <laughs> that was gay rights. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, that's listeners, it. that's been it's been real. It's been fun. Welcome uh, back from Labor Day. Oh, and yeah. And be safe out there in these streets. Yes. And we will uh, we'll be back next week or talk to you soon. You never quite know with us. Because <laughs> we, we're gay shit. Because we're gay shit sometimes. <laughs> sometimes we have to do gay shit and, it, you know. But okay. thank you. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to. <laughs> to. To. Broke. broke gays. gays.